Today's swap a number is $268,668. That's the current balance of the Swapa Pilot Relief Fund. Today on the show, we're going to talk to Outreach Chair Gene Peck, who will tell us more about the Pilot Relief Fund, what's on the horizon for Swapa family, and a few other things her committee handles. Southwest 1061, Millie Tower, Company Traffic 7 South on the base turn, left heading 250, only 31 Center, Cliff, take off. All right, left turn uh, 250, 31 Center, Cliff, take off, Southwest 1061. I'm Kurt Heideman. And I'm Amy Robinson, and here's our interview with Gene. So, Gene, tell us about how you got started with the Outreach Committee and a little bit about your background. I was born and raised in Georgia on a farm, graduated from Auburn University back in 1985, married my Prince Charming, Dave Peck, at the ripe old age of 21. Dave and I joined the Air National Guard up in Alaska. They're flying KC-135s, and then I shortly thereafter was hired at United, which I spent about 13 years there. Uh, 9-11 occurred. It was a crazy time to be in the airline industry. So I, uh, having small children at home, decided that it was probably better that I resign there at United. People were getting furloughed, et cetera. So I, I tried to figure out what would be the greatest job for the former airline pilot. And I decided that real estate would be something that would be fun to entertain. So I uh, started selling commercial real estate. Ultimately, it became uh, a very lucrative thing during that uh, time period in the early 2000s. And I opened my own uh, commercial real estate business. Lo and behold, my partner in crime, my assistant, Sloan Mason, her daughter had recently married Zach Brown, who was not yet on the country music scene. Uh, we were all amazing friends. He had this dream to make this camp for kids with special needs. And he approached me to help him do that as his executive director. So I, of course, embraced that. That was right up my alley. I love people. I love all things about nonprofits and helping others. So that was a great, wonderful time in my life because I realized during my tenure there as an executive director at Camp Southern Ground is that, you know, life is more about relationships than anything in the entire world, really. Uh, No matter what your profession is, what we really and truly gravitate back toward is our relationships. Meanwhile, I jumped right back into the flying uh, end of things uh, kind of doing a dual role there with Camp Southern Ground. And and then ultimately, we got the camp up and running. And that was my time to head back to my uh, flying career with AirTran at the time, which, of course, then uh, was nothing short of wonderful when we were acquired by Southwest. Gene, tell us about the early days of the outreach committee. Well, I believe that it was Tom Gasparallo, who was our second VP, along with Mike Panabianco, first VP, and then Chris Tackle, who was on the comm committee at the time. Chris was kind of my cohort in crime. You know, we more or less uh, started outreach together and started planning for how in the world we were going to circle the wagons around the families 
not just the pilots that we had to get the message out to in contract negotiations, because if you remember, you know, that was when we were really in the thick of it. TA1 had failed. We were starting to work on TA2, you know, our amazing negotiating committee at that time had really kind of regrouped and figured out that we really needed to work on our unity. So that was the 2015-2016 timeframe, right? It was 2015, very early 2016. And, you know, me personally, I had absolutely no knowledge of really what I was getting into. All I knew is uh, I felt like I had something to give, you know, just because of my background and my experience there at Camp Southern Brown. So, you know, we just kind of put our heads together and came up with this grand plan of how we were going to figure out our family awareness there at Wiswapa. So, Jean, early on, the Outreach Committee worked pretty extensively with the SPC and the NC. How did that come about? Okay, well, and and if you know anything about other airlines that have uh, unions like ours, you do realize that family awareness is a very large part of the strike preparedness group, strike preparedness committee in our case, obviously. So I worked hand in hand with them and they more or less shaped and molded what I was doing, the concepts that I was coming up with and the programs uh, that I was coming up with. And really we formulated a plan on how we were going to draw people in and really and truly my point was we've got to regain the trust of our membership and in particular the families. What we realized though is that was not hard at all because we all wanted this one common goal which was to end this crazy contract negotiations, get a good contract that we all liked and move forward. Now Gene, when we got the contract, uh, our strike preparedness committee, I I wouldn't say they stopped functioning but they, as they were still very active doing support for other airlines such as uh, Atlas and Spirit and some other places. But talk about how Outreach Committee uh, remained active even after we got the contract. Well, let's, let's go back even further and talk about the amazing pickets that we had before our contract was voted on. And I feel like if someone has never been to a picket, you know, myself included, I I started out having never been to a picket. And I thought to myself, well, this is not going to be where I really want to spend, you know, a Thursday afternoon standing uh, there with a bunch of people uh, that I didn't know, holding a sign, straight face. Well, what it turned out to be was yet another amazing opportunity to get to know so many more people in our group that that cared so much about what this contract meant to not only our pilots, but our families. You know, that really is 100% what I feel like brought it home for me and so many others. Now, as far as what we did after we ratified our contract, we set out to really help as many other airlines as we could to formulate a plan on how they could bring their family 
awareness programs to light just like we had done because I really honestly I can't take credit there were so many that were so you know so involved other committee members Greg Jones who was actually on the SBC at that time uh, and his wife Mary Ellen also were great at helping uh, us figure all this out but we had so much energy built up and we just wanted to share it with some of the other airlines. I think what Kurt's asking is that we continued some family events well after the signing of the contract. So I, I think what we're asking is what was the impetus or driver behind continuing that beyond the signing of the contract? Well, I think that now I'm obviously was not in on, you know, the board meetings, but I do believe that John Weeks and along with the current VPs, which were Mike Panabianco and Tom Gasparallo, you know, they, they, they understood, they saw the magic that happened at these events that we had where people were reconnecting after not having seen each other for 20 years, brand new relationships were uh, forming and it was so powerful what was happening at these events. Um, they really decided along with the board that we would continue on with these events, knowing full well that the next contract that, you know, we would have to negotiate, we would already have such a rock solid unity core that, you know, that it would pay off to continue to have these events. And speaking of keeping in touch, along the same lines, because of this entire rough year that we've had and everything that's been canceled and there hasn't been much face-to-face -face interaction, how do you keep in touch with the people nowadays? Well, about three and a half years ago, we realized that we needed so badly to, to have a spot where we could all talk to one another, you know, because we're all across the country. So we formed the Swap of Family Facebook group. Now it's over 4,000 members, and I'm quite proud of how that has uh, evolved. And so we are able to communicate that way and what I what I like to do is try and uh, when we had events never mind what COVID has done to to us this year because we had to cancel every single celebration event that we had planned uh, this year but never mind that we've um, jumped on zoom calls had all kinds of uh, fun virtually through our Facebook group uh, and I would love if anyone is out there and hearing this podcast that that hasn't joined our group, please just type in swap a family, all one word. Hopefully it'll pop up and we can get you joined in, in the group. Gene, since we're not in the middle of the contract negotiations right now, uh, I think a common complaint that we've heard or crit criticism we've heard is that uh, outreach is nothing more than the party planning committee. Uh, what do you have to say about that? I think it's awfully short-sighted for any of our pilots to not understand what this outreach uh, committee is all about and why it was created. We have so much power in knowing one another and creating our relationships. And this is not just party planning. I mean, if you've never been to a Swap a Family event, you might think that way. But if you have been to one, you understand that it's not just the swap of family and outreach people that are there. It is our executive staff from SWAPA. It is committee members, uh, contract admin. 
it's Casey Murray is standing there greeting you at the front door. And you know why? It's because they want to answer those very tough questions and they want to make sure that our membership, as well as their families, understand what's at stake here. Okay, this is uh, not just a fun time where, you know, SWAPA is um, bringing everyone to Dave and Buster's or the main event. I mean, this is, this is real time questions and answers. The unity that comes, that you walk away from one of these events is, and the feeling that you have is really amazing. There's not one that I have been to where I thought, golly, we didn't do a good job tonight. Every single time I get feedback from uh, pilots and spouses about how amazing it was to come and enjoy a night with other pilots and their families. So Jean, talk to us a little bit about why you decided to start the publication Waypoint. We were uh, trying to do originally was reach our spouses, not so much the pilots, because the pilots get a snapshot. They are able to read the reporting point. But more importantly, the spouses really never were able to understand exactly what was going on at uh, SWAPA. Some things they didn't care about, some things they wouldn't need to care about. So we came up with a concept of a newsletter that we can publish three to four times a year to where it's really mainly aimed at our uh, spouses. And it would be something easy reading that they would like to do, would allow them to know exactly what is going on with SWAPA and current negotiations. So we created the Waypoint newsletter. We send the Waypoint to every single pilot family uh, that we have. And so I feel like if nothing else, we're able to reach all of our families to let them know that SWAP is engaged and uh, that we care about their voice as well. Jean, explain your work with pilot services, please. Okay, as soon as SISM is done and they turn it over to me, guess what I do? I wrap my arms around these people that are left behind and I offer support in any way imaginable and I don't stop there. I continue on, and it's not just me. Obviously, it's our entire uh, outreach team. I feel like what we do for them makes them better in the situation that they've just been handed. I think one of the things our pilots are not aware of is the Pilot Relief Fund. What exactly is the Pilot Relief Fund? Yes, the Swapa Pilot Relief Fund uh, may be the single most important thing that I'm proud of that we have been able uh, to create. Let's reverse back four years ago. Tom Gasparello came to me and said, Gene, I feel like our pilot group really needs our own separate catastrophic fund. You know, something that we build ourselves that's separate from the Southwest catastrophic fund because that is such a different animal over there because it encompasses all the employee groups. We wanted something separate for ourselves that would be pilot for pilot. So the Swapa Pilot Relief Fund was created to help pilots and their spouses 
family members in crisis. If they had a financial crisis or just needed, you know, some extra help with some situation that might be considered crisis. Not only has the Swapa Pilot Relief Fund brought financial relief to people who have suffered loss in their homes. Let's say, let's go back to Hurricane Harvey in Irma. That year was amazingly horrible for so many people. And with the immediate response program offered by the Swapa Pilot Relief Fund, we were able to get families who had to evacuate their homes, $500 put straight into their bank account um, during that crazy time. But I feel as though this is so important for our membership to know that the Swapa Pilot Relief Fund has helped so really literally hundreds of those people who could not go to work either because they were sick or their spouses were sick and somebody's got to stay home and take care of their spouse, their husband or their wife, in addition to children that are young and need help and support through all of this. So Jean, if one of our listeners does need to apply for the grant, how do they go about doing that? You know, if in fact you had to fill out an application for a grant, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to interface with Ron Scheibe. Uh, you can contact me or Ron directly. Uh, he's on the swapa.org website. He is a, an amazing wealth of knowledge on how to get through the application because it is created by the IRS. It's a little bit difficult to get through, but Ron um, knows how to dot the I's and cross the T's uh, to make it a seamless effort to receive a grant. And is Ron one of our pilots? Ron is, yes, as a matter of fact, he is. He is a first officer based out of Houston, lives in San Antonio. So how can they contribute to the Pilot Relief Fund? Is it difficult to sign up or do you have to um, do a payroll deduction or can I just write you a check or how does that work? There are three ways that you can donate to the Swap a Pilot Relief Fund. The easiest and best way is through automatic payroll deduction. You can do that on swapa.org by finding up under the quick links, finding the Swap a Pilot Relief Fund, clicking on that. There's also, uh, you can set up a PayPal uh, donation via your credit card. And of course, you can always mail in a check. All of that is going to be found on swapa.org under the quick links with the Swapa Pilot Relief Fund. It looks like uh, two hands shaking in the shape of a heart. So how many people do you currently have signed up? Well, that's a, a little bit of a source subject for me because we only have right now uh, 1,209 people that are signed up for automatic payroll deduction. If I had one wish, it would be for, again, every pilot that we have on the property, even if you give as much as $5 per pay period, it would mean a million dollars at the end of the year in our Swap a Pilot Relief Fund. One of the things I don't think most of our pilots know is that uh, one thing that the outreach committee also does is they meet and greet every new hire class. Talk to us a little bit about how that goes and why you would do that. Yes, over the past four years, we have had the opportunity to go over to meet and greet 
every one of our uh, new hires during the benefits briefing. And one of the most important things that I feel like that we've been able to do is meet the spouses in addition to the pilots on that day. Captain Greg Jones and his wife, Mary Ellen, have uh, been a wonderful team for us to go over and meet each and every one of our new hires. Now, granted, they may not remember too much from their day one, but usually when we see them at an event, they are so gracious and they are so appreciative of the little swag bag that we have given them on that day one of new hire. The greatest thing I believe about our uh, involvement with the new hires has been the fact that we are able to create that relationship on that day one. Jean, before we go, I'd like to ask you to give our listeners one more pitch uh, as to how to participate or how to join up for Swap a Family. Well, Kurt, I think that anybody and everybody out there that would like to participate in any one of our events, volunteer opportunities, pretty please. Join our Facebook group. If you're on Facebook, join Swap a Family, all one word. Just click join, answer a few quick questions just to make sure that uh, you're part of our group. I'm sure there are going to be other things that are coming up uh, in the future where we're going to need participation from a lot of people. We love having all of our spouses and our family members join us. If, in fact, you would like to uh, participate, pretty please go on uh, swapafamily.org is our website. My contact information is there. Captain Greg Jones' information is there, as well as First Officer Ron Shivey's information is there. Reach out to any one of us. We would love to hear from you. And, of course, always know that you can join our Swap a Family, all one word, Facebook group. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Thank you to Jean for taking the time to chat with us today about Swap a Family and all of the great things it has done to build unity and cohesion among our pilot group. And before we go, please remember that if you have any feedback for us at all, please drop us a line at com at swapa.org. We really want to hear from you. And today's bonus number is 2,103. That's the number of total attendees from last year's Swap a Family events. While this year's events have been canceled due to the COVID-19 crisis, we're hopeful that next year we'll offer some new opportunities for our pilots and their families to get together and talk about the issues that are facing the pilot group and the industry as a whole. As we've said before, career decisions are not made in the cockpit, but around the dinner table. So having the opportunity to get families together and communicate about negotiations, government decisions, and all of the other things that impact our careers is invaluable. Tower Southwest 896, Highland for 4 right. Southwest 896, Maui Tower, company traffic to across the crossroad, only 4 right, clear to land. Southwest 896, 4 right, clear to land. 